Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're revisiting all those reality shows that only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pesanite III. And I'm Meredith Bradbeck. And join us today as we delve deeper into Saddle Ranch. Today we'll be discussing episode seven, The Switcheroo. Which I feel like should have been named Justice for Nancy. <laughs> I actually, as we just sat down to record this, I wrote down the episode title correctly in my notes. And then it made me, I couldn't recall what The Switcheroo was. But I remember now. It, it's not yeah. a complicated episode. They never are. <laughs> Yikes. And well, I don't have any Twitter, so I don't okay. have any Twitter updates. So Okay. Um, well, I have one piece of house cleaning because as I watched this yesterday, I uh, wanted to send you this. So I'm sending you this first. And I never do this to you and I don't want to start because it's a game you will win nine times out of ten, if not more. Um, and I still trust your comprehension over my own at all times with most things. But Noah was wearing a mask when he rode the bull, and I took a picture. He of was? <laughs> yes. Oh, just, I'm an <laughs> idiot. I'm waiting like, for the it has like a tail. Through. It's him on the bull in his skivvies in like a full mask <laughs> from last episode. Oh, it hasn't come through yet. My phone is very slow with pictures coming through. So when it comes through, I'll. I'll... Okay. Oh, here we go. Kind of... Here we go. <laughs> it's a big mask, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it has like a fur mohawk and everything. Okay, you were 100% right, and I was 100% wrong. <laughs> Did he take it off pretty quickly? I think he only wore it for his first ride, but I remember walking away thinking like, damn, like I, I'm out of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be fair, Culpa, yeah, I was wrong and you were right. Your comprehension at book club and stuff like that always blows mine away. Like we will talk about characters at book club and I'm like, wait, who was that? You always know. I never know. Um, so... That's why I'm always like falling to you. I'm like, oh, you're right. Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> well, I did not mean to gaslight you. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> you were correct. It just came up in the scenes from the previous episode, and I thought it was funny. Amaze. Um, so for today's saddle tattle, I'm gonna slide my mic a little closer. Um, next on the list was actually Cassie, whose last name is Mick Williams. And when I started to search around for her, I found someone that I thought could be her. But I wasn't sure, and I sent Frank a screenshot, and I said, is this Cassie? And he wrote back, not unless she got a new face. Well, but now <laughs> here's my here's my mea culpa about that. I actually was picturing Cameron in my head okay. and not Cassie, and that's why I said that. And well, then and once I started watching, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I will say I'm I'm still torn, so I'll have to go back and research this person more because her face does look quite different when it did on the show. And some of that is this woman on social media is very pregnant in a lot of her photos. And I think sometimes that can change the shape of someone's face. Um, but I found her as one of the people that Noah follows. It's definitely her. And because did you go to her Facebook? Because I, I then went to her Facebook, which is linked no. to her Instagram. Okay. And looked like what, cause her Instagram only goes back like two years. And so her Facebook went back as far as 2016. Okay. And there was a picture of her on there that I was like, oh, this is definitely Cassie. Okay. All right. Good. Um, well, I just decided to move on for the sake of time to the next um, rancher on the list. And that is, which I find topical, actually, is Nancy Bigenheimer. Quite a last name. 
on Nancy. Yes. Um, so this isn't so much a profile as it is a where they are now. Okay. However, I'm very excited for Nancy because Nancy is a real estate agent in Miami and she looks oh, she's not doing hair anymore. It's still in her Instagram bio, but she is a real estate agent. That's how she makes her money. She looks amazing. So she got married to a man named Justin Alavi on August 20th, 2016, just outside of Asheville, North Carolina. They have a rescue dog named Roscoe, who also has their own Instagram handle, of course. Um, and her bio says, wife, mom of two boys, professional hair doer, amateur florist. And I was, quote, that walking disaster on VH1 Saddle Ranch. Oh, cute. I know. Um, so she's part of the Silver Leaf Realty Group in Miami Beach. She has a separate handle for her real estate, which is Nancy Sells FL. But she spells her name N-A-N-C-E-E. -E, so you'll have to scope that out. Um, but she partners with her mother-in-law on a lot of listings. So oh. I wonder if that's who got her into it. Um, I can't tell what her husband does for a living when you go to his Instagram account. It's all just pictures of graffiti in Miami. Like really cool graffiti, like beautiful like murals and stuff. And I was maybe he's an I artist. Was, yeah, but then there was no website in his bio. And when I Googled him, no. Um, so maybe he's just an appreciator of graffiti, but I wanted to send you. Oh yeah, that could be her. Yeah, um, I sent you the picture from 2016. From but Facebook. I wanted to send you Nancy's kind of official real estate photo so you can see what she looks like. Um, her hair is much, it's really dark now, but she looks, she looks very good. Okay. And you, and if you search hard enough, you can find their wedding photos, which, you know, I, I do from time to time. Sad um, that she did not marry Dave. I know. Oh yeah. She looks really good. Yeah. She but looks I was, really good. Yeah. I was happy to see it. She looks pretty and you know, she doesn't look like she's done anything wild to her face, which I feel like we see a lot in these profiles. There's no, I mean, she just looks like she's, I, I don't even want to say that she's like lost some weight because she looks about the same, but her face looks thinner. So I wonder if she just kind of like got lost her baby fat. Yeah. Like she, she was so young on the show. Agreed. She just looks like more grown up now and she looks, she looks really good. And there are some cute pictures of her and her husband and their rescue dog. If they took it to like the bring your dog to the baseball park night. Oh, <laughs> <at cute>. the, <laughs> my dog could never hang and do that, but you know, I'm partial to rescue dogs. So I enjoyed scoping through their profiles, multiple profiles. But that's what Nancy's up to now. I was happy to see it. Nice. I'm happy we'll for her. We'll see what I find on on Cassie next time. Um, but if it is this woman that we think it is, she just had a baby. So there's that. <laughs> the only thing that's confusing about, and I do think you're right. I do think you found her correct Instagram and Facebook, but her name is Cassie Burke. But it looks it, on the Instagram and on the Facebook page, but she's not, um, she has, she got engaged to whoever the father of her child is, but I don't think they're married yet, like based on the Instagram stuff. So I don't understand the new last name. Maybe it's a Sheena Shea thing. Maybe she kept got the name married in between. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe very possible. And kept the name. Yeah. I mean, Sheena didn't want to go back to Jan can. So <laughs> let's not forget that True. yeah all right are you ready for episode seven i am i also thought the show only had eight episodes whoops 
Uh, no, it has 10. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, we have three more to go after this. Can't wait. Um, so on this episode of Saddle Ranch, we get a little preview. So, and we sort of got this last episode as well. The cameras, Cameron is going to be put on shots. Cassie and Nick go on a date and Dave flirts with 15 girls and Nancy gets stiffed with a check. It, here's my problem with this episode is that almost all of my notes don't make sense because of what we learned at the end of the episode. So the majority of my notes are about how Nancy has a crush on Dave yeah. and Dave doesn't like Nancy back. And, you know, she claims they're best friends, but whatever. And spoiler alert, everybody, what we find out at the end is they make out all the time when they hang out together. And yep. he does see some possible potential there. So it's kind of invalidated all of my notes. I know. Oh my God, I'm getting so much creepy spam to vote for people I would never vote for in my text messages. I can't stand it. Ew, ew, ew. So sorry. I have to delete and block immediately. Yikes. Oh, yikes. is that because you, you don't have a DC number, do you? No, I have a New Hampshire phone number. So yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Shit, shit gets wild in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so yes, agreed on Nancy and Dave. I was very surprised by their conversation at the end of the episode. So I'm glad that we spoiled it and put it out there. So Nancy and Dave are talking about this trip to Cabo that we're clearly not going to see them go on. And they joke about whether they should treat it like their honeymoon. And I think they're, it's almost like when people go to Benihana and pretend it's their birthday, I think that's what they mean. But then they also tell jokes about how they should just like go to Vegas real quick and get married and have it be an actual honeymoon. Yeah. And then Nancy says that she and Dave are like bathroom buddies, except that he's not a girl. Yeah, that she would love to, like, you know, she's like, girls go to the bathroom together. Like, when I go to the bathroom, I would love to, like, take Dave to, you know, chit-chat or whatever. What I thought was interesting, though, is that Kayla, who we've never seen before ever, pops yep. up out of nowhere. She's a server there. And host. she hosts. And she full-on talks about how, like, alludes to the fact that Nancy has a crush on Dave and Nancy's into Dave and whatever. And then this is what, when Nancy said this, so this thing gets said. And I was like, oh, Nancy. But then it turns out it is funny and she was right to say it. So Dave says, I'm just jerking your chain. And Nancy says, and I'm not jerking yours. And maybe that's the issue. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pathetic. Hearing it because I was like, he's not into you. Like, that's not a funny joke. But it is a funny joke because he is into her. And they have made out before. And she probably has given him a hand job. So it puts a whole new perspective on things. It does. And it makes sense as to why like they're friends. But then when other chicks are around him at work, she's a little peeved because she yeah. knows in three hours when they get off work and they're partying together, he's going to be all over her. A hundred percent. And I wish we had known that kind of all along throughout the whole show. And especially in the beginning of this episode, because up until the end, it's making Nancy look pathetic and yeah. jealous over nothing. And yeah. that's not the case. She's yep. 100% right. And he shouldn't be flirting with other girls in front of her. It is gross. Yes and no. Because at the end of the episode, too, when they have their conversation, Nancy sort of says, like, she doesn't want labels and blah, blah, blah. And she's happy to see where it goes. And I can see where, you know, like, that doesn't give Dave a green light, but it doesn't give him a red one. 100%. But I also, do we think Nancy really meant that? I no. think she said that because she's scared. She's trying very hard to be cool. Yeah, I think yeah. if she said, like, no, I'm truly, like, in love with you. You're my best friend. I want to see where this goes. I think she's terrified of him being like, mm, no. Yes, agreed. I took that as, like, oh, girl, be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I felt bad for her. 
yeah. Anyway, so that's a big part of the episode, but in the next little scene, we get Rob talking to Cassie, who comes into Saddle Ranch to pick up her car because she didn't drive home after work last night, which point for no DUI. Yeah, they're they're drinking a lot at Saddle Ranch. Yes, they are. And I am shocked that Candy and Larry even allow them to drink there, even if they're not working. I'm shocked, too. But I also wonder how much all of this like procedural stuff we're seeing from candy is for the cameras me too me too it is it just doesn't track with their whole like regimented vibe it's like you're gonna let them get drunk as soon as they clock out at the bar where one of their customers still might be sitting like that doesn't that doesn't track no and also i i guarantee they do shots with the customer you know what i mean yeah. like i don't i i think this whole like we're on the up and up is just for the cameras yeah <laughs> I liked I like the motion you made when you said that. Um, so this is where we learned though that Cassie wants to bartend to make the same amount of money with fewer hours, basically. So she says that serving and doing shots is great money, but that bartenders make the same amount in less time. And um, can we talk about how contrived and bullshit this is? And thank God Noah brings it up later. Everyone, just so you know, Cassie is still in a cast. On yeah. her left hand, because she injured her wrist dancing. A bigger cast. Uh, yes. How the fuck are you going to be a good bartender if you only have one hand? Like, now is not the time. You can carry a shot tray around with one hand. No problem. You cannot pour drink, like, two bottles of alcohol. I mean, you can't speed pour. You can't do any of that shit with one hand. Yeah. So this is the most contrived. I mean, we've seen a lot of contrived stuff on this show. But this was a pretty contrived, fucked up, fake plot line. Yes. But Cassie also has a discussion with Rob about her going on a date with Nick. Yes. And they, Rob says that Cassie needs a wholesome Abercrombie and Fitch dude, which that's not the adjective I would use for the type of dude he's talking about, but whatever. And he says that Cassie dates the biggest losers and that Nick might be one of the best dudes she's ever hung out with. And Cassie admits that she loves a meathead and that she should try a nice guy for a change. Yeah. Okay. So you know she should try Noah. I know. He They're fits all... all the boxes. He's a tattooed meathead and a nice guy. And a dancer like her. Yep. She yeah. really screwed the pooch on that one. She did. He is, he's sneaky cute though. I can see where you would sleep on Noah and then give him a second look and he's, he's very hot. And I think people are just, they're glancing over him. It's not fair. I wonder if it's because he's not super tall. <laughs> maybe. And maybe just like compared to like Dave and Rob, he's just like not standing out. I don't know. Oh, I think he is head and shoulders above the rest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So this is where we see these 15 girls come into Saddle Ranch and Dave is just like, he admits that he's in heaven and it's because we've, we've got a lot of fake boobs. We've got a lot of bustiers. We've got, this group is, that's what they are. Um, so he's flirting with them. He invites them to ride the bull. And but wait, first we have to talk about what Nancy said about them because I, about I died. To. Oh, did not. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> She says that she sees all the girls and Dave is loving all of their factory modifications. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong. No, no, she's not. Yeah. 
So, and we kind of have to watch Dave flirt with them. And he asks one of them in particular, they're flirting hard about what she wants. And she says, are you on the menu? And he convinces her to ride the bull. And this, the scene of Dave helping this woman who I don't think we get her name onto the bull. And he sits on the bull with her facing her to like psych her up or calm her down or whatever the fuck is going on. And then they show this woman riding the bull. And Dave says it's real sexy because she's grinding the bull. He's again, not wrong. She does grind the bull. I'm not sure I would call it sexy, but she, she's doing something to herself on the bull. I was just most shocked by the fact that she was wearing panties. Her outfit was a lot. She's wearing, I think, a strapless little tube dress. And fishnets. Yeah, like kind of actually like cool looking fishnet tights. But I mean, when you're straddling a bull, the dress is way up there. So it looks like she's just wearing a shirt and tights in a couple shots. Well, and she's wearing bright white panties, which I, I mean, I was shocked. Like, I feel like most of my young girlfriends when I was in the going out area did not wear panties. Like, so I'm just surprised that she was, I was very surprised. Maybe she was the only one wearing panties and that's why she got to ride the bull. <laughs> Maybe. Or <laughs> out of the um, whole group. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, it lot. wasn't like a thong or, I mean, it was like full on white cotton panties. Weird. Were they put on in post? Like, are they like digital underwear? <laughs> no. I, because the, the fishnet crisscross was over top of it, but they were like okay. bright white and there was a lot of coverage. I was just very surprised. Yeah. Interesting. I was, I was very caught up by what she was doing. <laughs> to <this bowl. laughs> um, so then of course, Dave helps this young woman off the bowl. Nancy's saying she's not jealous. And who comes over to Dave and sort of teases him about the girl? Was it Noah or just some other random dude? I think it was another random dude, but I don't remember. And the random dude said, is she smart? Question mark. Which, what? And Dave says, I don't care. She's hot. Oh, it might have. I think it actually might have been Nick. Yeah. But I think I was it like, was Nick. I think it was Nick. What in this exchange of getting her drunk and onto a bull would make you ask if Dave knows anything about the girl's intelligence? I think she was smart. She was smart enough to wear panties. That's true. But I'm just saying, like... Dave has sure served her some shots and helped her climb a bowl. How the fuck would he know how smart she is? No. <laughs> so stupid. So then this is where a guy at one of Nancy's tables buys shots for Oh, this... well, first of all, we forgot to say Dave got her number. Oh, okay. Dave got her number. That was a big, like, thing. And then that's when Nancy claims that Dave said he would never flirt in front of her. Oh, okay. which to me is at the time was like, what, what your friends, like who gives a fuck? But now we know that they're not yeah. just friends and that is not cool. Oh yeah. I totally missed that. So then some random dude that for some reason is blurred, right? Did they blur his face? Um, buys... I'm assuming they blurred his face because of slander. Yeah. Okay. Because there was no way to prove that he, I mean, they didn't have him on camera ordering the shots. They just show this guy in the white shirt. Um, Nancy talks to him for, you know, I mean, I, I feel like, and, and I'm, I bet he didn't sign a release either. Yeah, that's true. He didn't stick around. So I guess this guy buys a round of shots for the same table of hot girls, right? They imply it's the same table anyway. Yeah, no, they say it is. The, okay. The 15 girls. Okay. And so they buy shots at what? 10 bucks a pop? 12 bucks a pop? 13 
holy fuck How which big makes the shots no sense because the shots the shot girls carry around we find out later are two dollars yeah in fact i even think she said two for two right yeah what it must have been patron or something that was a very of the moment back then so i bet it was that's patron. true i bet it was like 15 shots of patron yeah i forgot I yeah guess. that's a lot so and so nancy delivers the shot she has cassie deliver the shots actually she says could you deliver these shots to this table so cassie delivers them and they say who bought these and she says that gentleman over there and then the guy disappears just none of this makes any sense to me i almost no. feel like it was fake too because yeah. why would a guy who drives a ferrari by the way we find out nancy later, checks with valet and he took off in a ferrari um by 15 shots for a table of ladies not go over and talk to them not say a word about them and then bounce like that's a really weird fucked up flex like it doesn't make any sense yeah no isn't the whole point of buying someone else a drink is that it's an in for you so that they'll yeah. come over to you or you can go over to them yeah or the only other thing that would make sense is if he was trying to get himself on tv which he obviously wasn't because he didn't sign the release and he bounced without paying so the whole thing smacks of mm, setup to me yeah a but little nancy, producer driven maybe yeah and nancy is immediately terrified that it's going to result in termination yeah so then in the next scene nancy is crying to candy over what happened because the tab is now two hundred dollars and um, actually it should have been more than that because i did the math yeah, and it yeah. should have been 209.85 before tax yeah well maybe she meant it's over 200 dollars. yeah rounded. um and actually so when we saw this in the preview i was i was very justice for nancy over this because i felt like it wasn't her fault but then when candy sort of explained why it's an issue i was like oh i get that um so and the way that you know nancy kind of handles the scene after it makes more sense too because she was working outside her section was outside but so, the guy was inside i think he came inside when they talked but her section was outside oh maybe she's got a little bit of both i i don't know so basically what happens is candy's crying or nancy's crying to candy over this and Candy explains that a walkout is actually considered a cash handling issue. What Nancy should have done is sort of said like, that's great. Let me get a card and I'll deliver those shots for you, which sort of makes more sense to me. Like I felt really bad for her in the preview. Like that's not her fault that her customer was an asshole, but in a place that's that crowded and you have a big patio, it does kind of make sense that you would get a card to sort of, especially for whatever he ordered that costs that much yeah you know i went out for beers with my husband last night we were sitting outside and the server asked for a card immediately because when you're busy and sitting outside you could leave at any time the other thing though i'm wondering about this is i doubt that this gentleman consumed nothing else while he was there mm -hmm. like he didn't himself consume a drink and he just sent the 15 shots over why wouldn't it be just put it on my tab or a someone like whatever bartender he was um ordering from must have his card in the pos system but if he was sitting at a table they might not have had his card yet he was standing there i think he stood to flag nancy down i think he had been at a table 
But that's what I'm saying. If he'd been at a table, some waitress, somebody, somebody, like he must have ordered or paid for food himself. That his credit card number must be somewhere in the bar. I, I don't know. I feel like it could have been easier to find him. They were. I well, regardless of the credit card, where I call bullshit is that like Larry and his Rolls Royce don't have a million cameras in Saddle Ranch, and that the valet didn't note a license plate or something like that. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, that he should have been easily findable. Yeah, and not for nothing. And I feel like this is not going to come as a shock to anyone, but 15 shots of Patron cost a bar, what, 15 bucks, 20 bucks max? I was surprised at what a big deal it was. There's I mean, that, that's so. maybe, let's let's say that's what, like a third of a bottle of Patron, maybe? Well, the like other a normal thing, size bottle? Right. Part of me was kind of like, I get why it is a cash handling issue. Nancy should have asked for a card immediately if she didn't have one. But at the same time, I was like, what what is the comp that bartenders are given every night to like rouse up their customers? Just yeah. have them divide it evenly and help Nancy out, you know, yeah. like 200 bucks at a place that's doing that much volume is nothing. And also you're losing out on way more money. If someone walks out on $200 with a food versus $200 with alcohol. Right. Cause I know. the markup is so high. I know. Like, I don't know the whole thing. I'm like, whatever, this is dumb. I know, but I'm glad that we're discussing it because it brought up a lot. <laughs> So then Cassie and Dave go on a date to Crunch Fitness, their first date to the gym. And ew. <laughs> I mean, as much as I like going to the gym, that's not where I want to go on a first date. Have you ever been on a date at the gym? I have, and I actually like it. Really? Well, I do. go on. Yeah. You tell. Um, I like a good gym um, date because you get to know somebody. There's no like alcohol involved. There's nobody but else around. Um, there's something to do. Like you're constantly having something to do. So there's not awkward silences. Like I enjoy it. Okay. All right. That's a strong case. I just, I only work out alone. <laughs> so I feel like. I mean, I prefer to work out alone, but I like, I mean, it, it's hard to think up things to do with somebody that's not eating or drinking. Like it's very yeah. hard to come up with dates. So fair enough. All right. And actually their date goes decently well and it made it me does. kind of reconsider it. But my first thought was, ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, also because like I go to the gym and I'm, I'm that person. Like I don't take my headphones off. I don't really leave until I'm like so red. I'm nearly purple. I'm drenched in sweat. So I just can't imagine doing it as like a cute flirty thing. Well, but they were also, you have to remember, like when I have gone on dates to the gym, I'm doing lifting. So I'm not like all hot and sweaty and red faced. And they weren't either. Like they, no, they were like doing some barely a workout. Yeah, true. They were just biding time till they could get a smoothie. I will say there was someone who myself goes to crunch that I thought that crunch looked like a planet fitness. Maybe it was all the purple everywhere, but I was like, it just yeah. kind of looks like a planet fitness to me. Well, it's definitely I mean, no, a it crunch, though, because they, yeah, they showed the sign. Oh, yeah, no, um, I don't even think Planet Fitness was a thing back then, so. Yeah, so they have a conversation, and she asks Nick what he was like in high school, and he says that high school in Australia is like college in the U.S. So I Also, guess did we know he was Australian? Because that was no. my big takeaway from this. I had no idea, and he doesn't have an accent. No, so he at least went to high school in Australia. That doesn't necessarily mean he's Australian. But yeah, then I Cassie's guess. immediate retort is, so you were having sex at what, age 11? And he says, no, 16. And she said, Australians would think I'm a grandma because she 
lost her virginity on the 4th of July right before her 21st birthday. America. A, yeah, sure. She said fireworks were going off. <laughs> and then Cassie actually kind of earned a point in my book. She said, have you seen my fat pictures? <laughs> and showed a guy on a first date, like pictures of when she was, what, maybe 30 pounds heavier? Is that what she says? I don't remember if she gave an actual amount, but I just thought she was like a tiny bit chunky. Yeah, like she, right. But I was just kind of like, damn, girl, those go in the vault. You don't need to flash those around on a first date. But he was very sweet about it. And he was like, oh, wow, you look great now. You know, yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought he handled it well. Um, but they actually kind of have decent chemistry after a little bit. And they share a kiss at the gym and they decide it's smoothie time. And then Cassie says, no, you need a couple drinks in you first. It was like a weird edit. I was like, what? He needs alcohol well, before couple, he can have a smoothie? There were a couple weird edits in this episode. And one yeah. of them actually occurred earlier. And I meant to talk about it. During Shotgate, um, there was a part where... Um, okay, where is my notes? Um, where Nancy and Cassie are talking about the shots. And Cassie says, I'll take those shots over there. And it, it was weird. It sounded rehearsed. It was strange. Yeah. It was very yeah. weird. There have been a couple moments in this episode like that. Yeah. So then we are at Saddle Ranch. And Cameron is talking about how bartending at Sunset is getting better. And it's growing on her. But it was sort of like a learning curve. And Cassie is simultaneously talking to Candy about bartending. She wants some morning shifts to get her started. And she's willing to do ones that aren't like big money makers. Um, and Candy tells Cassie she's the only one who's come over from Universal that's actually performing. Which I thought was interesting. Rob is escaping this whole conversation. Um, yeah. And Candy says, I feel bad that I hadn't put thought into you bartending. And she immediately calls Cameron to the office and in front of Cassie says that she's disappointed in Cameron. It's kind of a private conversation, by the way. And she decides that for tonight, she's going to swap them on the bar and as a shot girl. So Cameron is going to be a shot girl. And this is why none of this makes sense to me. So the only two ways that you can outperform someone as a bartender is being fast or having a huge network of customers that you know that come in to see just you. Yeah. So we know that Cassie doesn't have that, right? And so her only option is to be faster than Cameron because otherwise it's just luck of the draw. Like how many people come into the bar that night? Yeah. She has a broken fucking wrist that can only use one hand. There's no way she was outperforming Cameron in terms of speed. No. That's why none of this makes any sense to me. No. And also one night, what does that prove? That the Nothing. bar itself was busier? And and we don't know what night it was. They didn't tell, is it Friday? Is it Saturday? Is it Tuesday? Like, they haven't told us what night it is. No. No. So Cameron is clearly pissed, but she says she has no problems selling shots. And then she looks at Cassie and says, you're dead. <laughs> um and even rachel is surprised and is sort of like what the fuck is going on so cassie gets behind the bar and can we talk about how nice rachel was to her ish 
Yeah, but like Cassie's like, hey, Rachel, if I don't know how to do something or if I don't know where it is, you'll help me, right? And Rachel says yes. Not in a particularly nice way, but she actually says yes. Whereas with Cameron, Rachel was like throwing drinks on her or whatever the fuck. But you don't think this is also partially, even though she and Cameron like quote unquote made up, that she's reveling in the fact that Cameron's being switched to being shot girl? Oh, maybe. <clears throat> no, you're probably right. So Cassie knows that she needs to crush it. She knows this is sink or swim. Um, so Cassie looks like she's doing well enough. She looks overwhelmed for a few minutes, but then she looks pretty fine. And I love that she was kind of panicking about how many like complicated cocktail orders she might get. And it looks like 90% of what they make is vodka cranberry. <laughs> well, the other thing too is that um, they... Part of the reason where Rachel, I think, is not as nice as they were making her edited to be. At one point, Cassie asked her if she should ID someone. Yeah. And I think the answer is always yes. No matter, I mean, if you're the tiniest bit concerned. And Rachel's like, oh, it's up to you. I know. Always yes. Always yes. Always yes. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to talk earlier, and I, uh, two things I forgot to talk about with, um, well, one thing with Kathy and one thing with the 15 girls is that Cassie and I took a picture of it and sent it to you. And I don't think this would help us in our searching because I, um, I already looked and couldn't find it. She has a tattoo on her left wrist that says peanut. And oh. it's not here. I'm sending it to you now. Okay. Um, and it's not well done. <laughs> but I mean, she's now that arm in uh, the girl that we found is completely covered. Like she's a sleeve now. So I'm assuming that she got it covered over. Wait, why is this? Okay. I just wanna, no, I don't want to edit. I want to send. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about with the um, table of girls there. Did you see what they were drinking? They were all drinking out of carafes. Oh, Wait, I'm going to send you... I died. I was like, how is everyone at Saddle Ranch not just, like, shithoused 24-7? They're all drinking out of giant carafes. I mean, maybe they are all shit-faced 24-7. Maybe that's a problem. I guess. I wonder how much a carafe drink is. Oh, I just got two pictures of the tattoo. Oh, there we go. Wait. Yeah, I did one <laughs> so you can see it was her and then a smaller one. But see, it just says peanut. Oh, like, yeah. Right on her wrist. Yeah. Okay. That'll be a helpful clue, though, when I go to look for her. But so, I tried. I looked and looked and looked, and you can't see her left wrist in any of those pictures. We'll see what I can do. But the interesting thing about Cassie behind the bar and Cameron doing shots is that Cameron actually looks like she's having a blast selling shots to people. Oh, yeah. She's, she's living having, her best life. She's having way more fun than she does behind the bar. And I thought it was funny that this is where we see that Noah's a bar back, but he's basically at, like, this little sidebar almost like the garden bar at Sir, and all oh. he does is make these shots. Well, and that's what I said. I was like, Noah must either be the service bartender or the shot bartender only. Yep. Yep. So the shots that they're selling are apple shots and Jolly Rancher shots. And they have a meeting at the end of the night. Candy comes to get Cassie. Drum roll. It says that she says that Cassie was up 200% from Cameron. And yeah. I was like, compared to what? Huh? Compared to the one beer that Cameron sold before you pulled her off the bar for the night? Like, what? Well, and that's the thing. It was, like, 200% for that same night last week or 200% for the day before? or Like, there's no explanation at all. Yeah. I did have in my notes, which is incredibly sexist, 
Cameron's got a hot bod and she keeps wearing like an oversized dude's t-shirt while working next to Rachel. And I'm like, Cameron, wear the same tank top as Rachel. You'll be outselling Rachel. She keeps wearing like a big bulky, like saddle ranch shirt, which I get it. I wouldn't particularly want to have my boobs out at work either. But at the same time, like that's kind of the saddle ranch look. Well, see, I didn't think her t-shirt was that big. It was in one shot. She's swimming in it. Oh, okay. To me, it looked like sort of fitted-ish. And she was giving this like biker chick vibe. It To me, it looked like a football jersey tucked in. It was like very billowy. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back and look again then. And like that. part of me was just thinking like, or not it up so it like shows your figure. Because Cameron, she's hot. Yeah, no, she's very hot. Yeah. I also wondered how many padded bras do you think Cassie is wearing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they don't look like implants or like an augmentation. But like there was, as she walks away, like her her chest looks stiff but it, it looked like that very like early aughts i'm gonna wear three victoria's secret bras like on top of one another look uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, it looked like it was struggling under that saddle ranch t-shirt so this is i have notes about oh it's dave and dave and nancy are talking and he says that you know nancy's upset that he flirts with other girls and, oh wait before we get to that yeah. i have a little more to say about like the end of the night. So she has them both close out when the restaurant is still very busy and very open. I know. Which was very confusing to me. It's almost like Cassie was on the bar for like an hour or two. Yeah. That's what it seems like. It didn't make sense. Yeah. No, it didn't. Um, But so then we go to Dave and Nancy and they are at Toy on Sunset, which is a Thai restaurant that is still in existence and looks super fun. I looked up all the pictures and I kind of want to go there. It's called Toy? Mm-hmm. T-O-I. Toy. They used to go there on the hills too. Oh, they did? I remember um, Audrina and Justin tell Lauren and Lo, I think they say, we're going to go to Toy. Um, it looks really cute. Okay. There you go. Add it to our list. So... Dave and Nancy are sort of, you know, talking about their relationship. And this is where we find out that they occasionally make out and they're having dinner and they're joking back and forth and says, you know, they're like, is it hot in here? And my, my note at the time says, is Dave fucking with her? Like, is he just toying with her emotions? I was very confused. And then it turns out that no, Nancy is right to sort of follow this thread. Like they get drunk and they hook up sometimes apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> and she says that, she doesn't want to put a label on it. She wants to see where things go. And that's where I was like, oh, she likes him, but she's trying to be cool girl. You know, that's, it's hard. It's hard. You don't, you don't want Which to be. The- sucks because it sucks. you a hundred percent want to put a label on it. So that's yeah. exactly what she wants to do. Otherwise she would not care about his flirting and all of that other stuff. I also think when she says she doesn't want to jeopardize, jeopardize their friendship, she doesn't. She says that she doesn't have anybody else in L.A. like him. Like, she doesn't yeah. have a connection with anybody else in L.A. without him. So I can see where maybe that's part of what she's saying, too. Like, she would rather have this friendship and occasional makeout than, you know, be my boyfriend and possibly lose him at all. So yeah. there's that. Um, so... One thing I didn't understand when they're having this conversation, somebody says, don't lose sleep over it. And then Nancy says, if you do lose sleep over it and I'm next to you, can you move to the couch? I didn't get it. 
Oh, I didn't get that at all. What I, I, I was taking notes during this part, so maybe I missed it, but I thought they were talking about if they hook up with someone else in Cabo and he was saying like, what if that happens? And she was like, implying like, oh, I'm going to be the one hooking up with someone else and you have to move to the couch. Oh, maybe. That was my interpretation of that, but I may have been very wrong. I mean, that makes more sense than my confusing note, but it was it was a weird conversation at it, the end. It was, there. it was a weird conversation. Maybe the editing is really bad on this show. Um, also, this trip, I mean, I, I don't think we get to see it. Um, it's a recipe for disaster. I know. It's a recipe for heartbreak for Nancy, is what it yes. is. Yeah, I kind of hope we get to see it now, though. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember if we do or not. Yeah. So then in the final little scene, we see Nancy talking to Alex. And she says she's taking Dave to Cabo. And Alex jokes with her and says, oh, because you want to get some dick while you're away? And then she's, like, teasing her. And she's like, it's okay. You can tell me. I know you want it. <laughs> and Nancy says, we're not like that. And Alex goes, no, but Cabo is. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but that's it for this episode and we get a preview that made me laugh so hard and i rewound it three times um so i'm gonna let you discuss it then because it brought you so much joy okay so it's it wasn't even that funny i will say i watched it sort of later in the evening but Cassie is preparing to audition for that burlesque group. I'm assuming the one that she met several episodes ago. And she has three days to prepare for this audition and sort of choreograph something. And there's this just quick little shot of her dancing in this audition. And she does a high kick so high that she sort of like knocks herself over her feet, which is not, it's not that funny. It's really not, but it was just... It was like 1030 at night. I was feeling punchy and I was like crying laughing because it looks like she kicks herself in the face. Um, It was pretty funny. And then she goes crashing uh, into a bunch of amps. Yeah, she hits a speaker <laughs> at the end. And I just can't. It also burlesque is not what she's doing. Um, Like she's a good dancer, but burlesque is like you know, it's sexy and like sort of teasy and slow. And she sort of looks like she's doing a stripper dance. She's, it's not a bad stripper dance, but I'm just, I'm very curious to see this audition up close. I think, but I'm wondering what the vibe of this troupe is because me too. they could be more pussycat dolls ish who That's also true. used to call themselves burlesque, burlesque. but they were That's more true. strippery. So I, I, I'll be curious to see what the vibe of the group is. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the next episode, though, because then the rest of the group also goes snowboarding together. And basically the takeaway is that Rachel gets wasted and wants to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something ruins, ruins her day. Yeah. yeah. And and Rob is having to calm her down for the millionth time. And how could your day be ruined if Noah is out there snowboarding topless? I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. We will find out. But that's it. All right, everybody. So that's it for this episode. We will talk to you again in two weeks. And fingers crossed, we get to see Dave and Nancy in Cabo. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at One Hit Pod. You can email us at franklymarebe at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at Hey It's Mare B. Please remember to rate and subscribe and have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.